The largest Lake Ontario outflow in history begins today, and we are joined by Rob Caldwell, the Canadian Regulation Representative for the International Lake Ontario and St. Lawrence River Board. Rob, what goes into something like this? Uh, Well, um, a lot of planning and a lot of discussion and a lot of deliberation and the consensus of 10 board members. Okay, so uh, this is a dam that you'll be opening up? Do tell. Uh, Basically. uh, So the outflow of Lake Ontario is regulated through the Moses Saunders uh, hydropower dam that's located here in Cornwall, Ontario, Messina, New York area. And uh, so most of the water that passes down the St. Lawrence River out of Lake Ontario passes through this dam. Okay. Uh, New York uh, Governor Cuomo is saying that, uh, you know, he's going to hold you guys responsible for a lot of the flooding that happened uh, in his area, in New York's uh, lakeside communities. He says you should have pulled the trigger sooner. Why didn't you? Um, There's a lot of factors involved, Um, primarily speaking. Um, we've been um, under a rule whereby um, we had to balance the flooding both downstream near Montreal mm-hmm. um, with that on Lake Ontario and in the Thousand Islands along the St. Lawrence River. Um, we had a record uh, outflow uh, from the Ottawa River this year um, that created uh, record flooding along the main stem of the Ottawa River. Um, that's a very large tributary that passes into the St. Lawrence River just upstream of Montreal. Um, so we had to ratchet back on the outflow from Lake Ontario in order to prevent flooding of millions of people around the Montreal area. How often do you open uh, the dam uh, on a yearly basis? Um, it's open uh, continuously. Um, it's, it's continuously generating hydropower. Right. Um, it's never been open to this extent before. I should add that um, the, uh, the capacity at the Moses Saunders Dam is, is limited to a, a finite amount, and that's around uh, 9,300 cubic meters per second. We're currently passing a total flow of 10,400 cubic meters per second. So the difference between those two is being passed through a spill structure known as the Longsu Dam that's adjacent to the other dam. All right, and you have to balance concerns on both side, uh, sides, as you say, and that's why it took so long uh, to, to do this. And that's Cuomo's, uh, of course, saying that it was been too long and that caused flooding where he is. How is this going to affect or uh, will it affect the flooding on the Toronto Islands at all? Um, well, we've seen a peak in the, in the Lake Ontario level in recent days. So um, the highest level that was attained was 75.88 metres above sea level, uh, technically speaking, and that, that was last seen on May 29th. Um, we're now down uh, a, a 7 centimetres um, since then. Um, so we're at 75.81 as of yesterday's uh, daily mean value. So we're heading in the right direction. We would say that we've definitely um, seen the peak on Lake Ontario. So, um, in other words, the, the water level should continue to decline, more or less, generally speaking, uh, over the coming future. Um, we may see uh, slight rises here and there, um, such as maybe from Friday's rainfall. Um, but we don't anticipate large rises any further uh, this year. What, what? Um, and, and so the, the Toronto Islands should start to see relief uh, very shortly. Um, they likely already are in some locations. 
The takeaway for us here, you know, what have we learned from this experience that could prevent something like this from happening again? Well, there's no real way of, of pre- uh, preventing it, uh, quite frankly and unfortunately. Um, Mother Nature has thrown basically a perfect storm at us in terms of a curveball, if you will, and uh, we've uh, we've uh, been doing what we can to increase the outflows. But what it what it boils down to is the total inflows to Lake Ontario just were too immense, right, um, and unprecedented this spring um, to permit us to be able to. Um, you know, prevent the flooding around Lake Ontario and the Toronto Islands, for instance. Um, now that the inflows are declining, we're able to increase the outflows um, owing to the fact that flooding downstream near Montreal has diminished. And so we're kind of playing catch-up now, if you will, so the outflows are, are able to be larger than the inflows, and that's making the lake drop. How long do you think this process is going to take? It's process is going to take months. Um, the upper Great Lakes, Lake Erie, for instance, is are all uh, also very high. Um, they're not at record levels like we, we've got currently on Lake Ontario, but they're all very high. Mm-hmm. And all that water eventually has got to feed down uh, into Lake Ontario and through into the St. Lawrence River and through the Moses Saunders or Long Sioux Dams, um, as the case may be. So um, it, it it's going to take some patience. It's going to take some understanding uh, over the next few um, weeks and months. Um, this is just a, a very long process. Flooding um, uh, abatement in the Great Lakes takes uh, a long, um, a long period of time uh, before we see. Um, relief down towards the more normal levels. Well, Rob, I really appreciate you uh, telling us about this because I think you've done some educating uh, today. I had no idea that we control the outflow like this in such a manner, and I don't think a lot of people listening did too. So thank you so much, and uh, I appreciate your work. You're welcome, Kelly. Cheers, Rob.